Welcome to North of the 49th. This week, uh, he returns. An OG episode of North of the 49th guest returns. I guess it's 40 episodes later, Mr. Dan Rosen. What up? <laughs> you were yeah, number yeah, three. Yeah. You were okay. number three. I well, yeah, I remember that. I was really, I was very honored to be one of the earlier guests. I was like, all right, cool. When I had no idea what I was yeah. doing, and I still really don't. So this is yeah. uh, this is perfect. Actually, yeah. I don't actually. Okay, so you actually were on an episode after that, but it was a call in. Yeah, and it was for the Kawhi pitch. That's right. Uh, we've all gotten, I think, over it and pushed a bit, but I wanted to relive <laughs> one thing that you were talking about. And I I I don't want to put any blame on you, and I don't want people to put blame on you. But in your phone call, and I can pull it up after. I, I can I can pull it up now, but I can also put it in later. And I'll probably just put it in later, and it'll queue up right now. Cool. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's let that drink. Two-part question now. What's the meal, and what's the pitch? Uh, all right. So the meal? Oh, what would the meal be? Um, I think the... So I don't know. We'll probably have, like, um, mac and cheese or something like that. I feel like he's not someone who has... Oh. Fancy food. No, uh, he's he's more of a comfort food guy. Mm-hmm. He's just like uh, maybe a comfort food guy. It's off season too. He, he said something. He said something about like he wanted like now that season was over, he wanted to like have pe- more pizza and stuff like that or whatever. Okay, uh, that's so you yeah, we'll go, we'll go to a, nice... a terrible start. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got poutine and beaver tails. Oh, God. His heart stops. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, and yeah. what is and this? Then, when's, the, when's the next plane yeah, ride he's, out? He's going to get a nice 55 pounds in time for next season. <laughs> and then after, but you know, when, you, when you talked about it, you talked about you were going to take him over for dinner. Yeah. It was going to be comfort food dinner. Nice. I believe you actually you were talking about sitting beside him in the booth, and it was going to be mac and cheese. Oh yeah, because I th- I thought I saw something about him saying that, that you was did like it was something about more pizza, meal. more yeah. mac and cheese, and more like comfort stuff outside of now that it was off season. But uh, yeah. it didn't obviously go well. He he left. So I want to. I mean, from recapping your <laughs> point, what happened at that dinner? Uh, well, uh, look, I like I was maybe I came on a bit too strong, like you know, an overzealous like. You know, a boyfriend who, you know, like realizes he's dating a really beautiful, wonderful person and then <laughs> scares them away. Yeah, and yeah. so I think it was just maybe a bit too clinging with him. And that's why. Okay. But in my defense, the entire city of Toronto was like a bit too <laughs> yeah, They were way too clinging. Yeah, it was for insane. sure. It and was like insane. CP24 was following his potential, like, uh, town cars if it was like a Ford Bronco like. I heard that they had put out um, so the car would leave the plane would leave and that stuff and people didn't even like you couldn't see they couldn't see if anybody got on it or not yeah there wasn't it wasn't even confirmed that it was like his car like <laughs> he's probably sending out decoys at that point he's like you just send the plane and they'll see how crazy they yeah are. just send the plane to California I'm not going anywhere for the day yeah. just send it and see yeah like and to be honest I can mean I can kind of understand why he'd want to be in LA where like there's so many celebrities and like he's close to home and then yeah. like he'd just he'd just be like in the background because people would be like, eh, whatever, there's Kawhi. Yeah, yeah. Um and I get it, and I'm not butthurt about it. I am butthurt though. Well, anymore, yeah. I guess about it. I am butthurt though about that and all these professional uh opinions and analysis and all this stuff like the other day, they're not even ranking the Raptors. They're no more talk about the Raptors. It's like he was the that it. It was like be all and all, yeah. and that was it. They don't even talk about them as potential contenders or anything. I've watched the thing. It was like, who's coming out of the East? They even had Brooklyn coming yeah. out of the East to go to the finals. Raptors weren't even on the top four. But list. they'll definitely be like a top four team. They still have Gasol. They still have Siakam and Lowry. <laughs> and like they did the finals without Ananobi, who is now healthy again and who will be better than he was before. I don't. Doesn't yeah. have that appendix weighing him down anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. He's lighter. His yeah, hops just went up like three inches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sweet, sure. sweet. Um, but no, it's the yeah. I don't know. Just, the write off thing is just a it's a piss off to me. It just Yeah, it's stupid. But Give us a little bit of credit. Give us a little bit of credit here. For sure. But that's always like it's Toronto's always the underdog. And I think that's maybe why I also like well, like in the grander st- scheme of like sports and stuff, and maybe that's why I like the Raptors, because I always love the underdog and I usually feel like I not to say that I am the underdog, but like I more identify with being in that like underdog crew kind of thing i think you canadian comics yeah. are like tend yeah, to be yeah. underdogs as for well for sure for sure yeah for sure disappointing so yeah. much talent up here 
I thought, yeah. Canadian comics are like the underdogs and that they're disappointing. <laughs> you, you heard it. This is it. what Andrew Gerhold went on record saying that Canadian comics are disappointing. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think those words were put into my mouth. Nice. Career over. Right. He is canceled. <laughs> well, it's also Gerhold just on the head. Oh, sorry, Gerhold. So, All right, so, well, so it's even better. It's not even me. Racistly so go find that other guy. Mispronounced Andrew's last name. <laughs> go find- I, I will cancel myself. Uh, have a good night. That's you doing the leave? Yeah, oh, that's, that's great. Leaving. That's great. Yeah. All right. Well, we got that out of the way. I know you're a Raptors fan. I wanted to hear about Thank the quiet thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just wanted to know from your perspective. Nobody else was at the dinner, so we just yeah. Oh, fair enough. But that's thanks. okay. That's okay. It, and it's funny because on last time I was on, I went on a big rant about how like I just listened to Raptors Republic, and I bet you that like Kawhi's gonna be a sure thing for the Raptors. And so I'm glad at least that I was right about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but obviously, I wasn't right about him staying. Oh well. Sorry, Kawhi, and so I burnt the mac and cheese so to speak figuratively and yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what happened with it yeah. yeah not actually but yeah and played footsies with him too much under the table oh that's yeah that'll yeah. probably do it for sure yeah that'll probably do it all right we can spin it back into the uh realm that you're normally in which is uh the comedy yeah the comedy, the comedy realm. Realm. Yeah, yeah yeah i mean it's been uh what did i say 40 episodes so that's uh equivalent in a lot almost in, a year a w- lot a lot in dog years uh it was podcast dog years it was like right at the beginning of this year i think i was think so the beginning of this year because i had my i was starting my i had a show coming up at 120 diner that i was producing exactly and so yeah, i remember yeah, yeah, plugging yeah. that yeah uh and i'm not doing that anymore because it was a bit too much doing two shows at once producing myself and like 129 is great. I really love that venue. Uh, but Comedy Bar was really helping me with promoting. And they've been like they've gotten even better with oh, nice. helping their shows promote more and more, which is really great. Uh, nice. I think like a lot of like a lot of really big comedians talk about it being like Shanti Morostica and Deanne Smith, who headlined my show last night, both talk about it being one of their favorites or their favorite venues in Canada. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. That's sweet. That's a little, it's it's definitely a hub. There's like something going on there. Multiple things going on there like yeah. every every night. Yeah, they cuz they have usually about like at least four shows a night and they have they make it like a really comfortable space and they give people a lot of options. They're very supportive mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of everyone. Like they kind of made like Tuesdays, they're like LGBTQ night, which is nice. really cool. And then they do other shows like other nights and they do like they really make there be a lot of diversity of shows going on there and it's very supportive. And if people are like being harassed or whatever, or if something like, you know, is going down, they're always really uh protective of people to make sure that everyone's comfortable and okay and they have a really great policy there nice yeah big big uh big promo there big plug for the i think so the only idea, <laughs> the only thing is it's very hard to access yeah. if you are in a wheelchair because there are like 16 steps you have to get down to go into that basement yeah um, uh the people we unite though I, yeah yeah they climb they would help yeah down there. well i have two friends like i have a friend like bobby who uh bobby knuff who's a really great comedian and he had a friend who was in a wheelchair and he would like just carry his friend down oh for sure in there to then go to the shows there but, yeah. nice nice well you have obviously opening act yeah opening act and Rosen, Rosen. which you're uh excited about this past week you yeah it was oh this yeah this yesterday's so i guess it would be last week but as of where we're recording right now, it was last <laughs> night. Uh, Deanne Smith was a headliner. And for those of you who don't know Deanne Smith, uh, they are an amazing uh, comedian. They have a Netflix special called Gentleman Elf, which is like really great and very much my kind of style that I really like and that I kind mm-hmm. of aspire to, where it's very much not always storytelling, but there's a real arc to... Uh, Deanne Smith's performance where it really feels like you're going in a direction somewhere where it has like a beginning, middle and end. Nice. Throughout like the whole act. Throughout the the whole whole act, I felt. Yeah. And even last night where, you know, they were trying out a lot of new material and so on, but it really felt like everything was connected, you know, either like through a theme or through like a feeling and was just like so funny. I don't know. It's hard to describe it, but what's great is like a Deanne Smith joke feel like if someone wrote out a like one of their jokes 
and then showed it to me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's Deanne Smith. Even if I hadn't heard it before, because it's so much Deanne's personality. Nice. And nice. that's what I really like, where it's like that person's personality. Same with like Very you know, distinct, Mitch Hedberg yeah, yeah. jokes yeah. or Stephen Wright mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. Uh, um, Mike Birbiglia, who's like my favorite. Like all those comedians, they have their very distinct styles where you can see their stuff. And that's the kind of thing that I'm trying to aspire towards uh, with my bowel disease and Jewish wife jokes and stuff like that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's that's, a Dan Rosen. Yeah, that's what I've got. That is, yeah. Jewish wife supporting me through bowel disease. That's my brand right now. (laughs) But that's been great. But that's been, it's awesome that it's been uh, going for so long. How, how long? How long is the opening? Two and a half, almost. Yeah, two and a half years, nice. almost. Yeah, getting towards three years. And at first, I was where I was like, oh, like you know, I still need more time because there are some shows that have been going on longer. But then I realized like a lot of shows that I really like in uh, Toronto, they actually haven't been going around along as long. And uh, I'm really happy with how, like, we've been able to get a steady crowd. There have been a couple nights when it's been, like, Raptors, Cavs, Game 4, something like that, where the ticket sales weren't as much. But also, I, I've i gotten past, like, blaming, like, oh, it's just sports playoffs are taking away my audience. <laughs> when, like, sometimes it's also, like, my own promotion or whatever. Yeah. And I it's taken me, like, two and a half years to really figure out how to get the right formula to bring audiences in, both with ticket sales, with how I promote myself, yeah, and no, with how I set up the lineup, yeah, and yeah, yeah. how much I ride on the coattails of my friends who I book on the shows, basically. Because yeah. <laughs> that's also a big part of my brand, is that I you know, make sure I book friends or like work on shows with friends of mine who are more advanced than me, which also is very encouraging, I find. Oh, it's for not sure. just 100%. me. It's not just me, like, you know... Uh, I don't know, being a lazy dick. It's also me trying to like encourage myself to like step up. So one of the things is when I knew Deanne Smith is a headliner. And one thing that was really cool is often headliners, they have another show they're coming from or whatever. Deanne Smith showed up on time and watched everyone's set from the beginning. Oh, amazing. And so I was like, all right, I need to make sure that I have a really good set because I want them to think like, all right, this is like a good host, a good performer, like it. Happy mm-hmm, to be on mm-hmm. the show and same with everyone else on it because there were Greg Houston, Anto Chan and Rochelle Lazan, who are also really amazing comedians who I really like. I wanted to make sure that I did a really great job hosting and with the comedy that I was the jokes that I was putting forth. And for sure, for sure. So it helped like really encourage me to step up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and nice. have like a well rounded show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's awesome for, for them to come down and actually like experience the whole thing all the way through. Do you find that some com- I mean, I guess comics are going sometimes from gig to gig to gig to gig. But yeah. Is that kind of, I don't know, do yeah. you find that to be a, a trend or do a lot of people come and actually... I think a lot of people stay for whatever they can of yeah, the show. Yeah, and sure. what is nice, what I really like, is that it's been a show that people have found to be really uh, cozy. For the most part, comedians do well on that show. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a very friendly room. People, I've been able to build up a room where people go there ready to laugh it's not like and there aren't really hecklers in the show like yeah yeah i always yeah i joke the worst heckler was when it was my mom's birthday and i kept talking about my mom and i was saying shout outs and then someone said and shout out to your mom and i was like what what and then they were like because <laughs> yeah, right. it's her birthday <laughs> i was like oh yeah thanks it's really nice i thought you were gonna like you know make a yo mama joke but then they were actually just sort of like you know it was like a like the most like coziest uh, you know, like sort of it was a nice, your mom comment. Yeah, it turned into a, an actual yeah. nice gesture. Yeah, yeah. And what it used to be before it got so tainted. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And <laughs> when Deanne came on, she made a joke about it being such like a cute, friendly show, and that to me is a really big compliment because I do really try and work towards having like a show that is kind of like, you know, very fun and cozy. Yeah. yeah with a good environment sweet. environment. You hear about sometimes some shitty people going to shows just to, yeah, just to ruin them. Yeah. Or like, so yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just, I want my show to not just be a special experience for the audience, but also for the performers that it's like that one, I can pay them. And yeah, two yeah. on top of that, that it's not just like, Oh, this is us doing, you know, just doing another gig. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. like, Oh, opening act and Rosen, like that's a fun sort of one where I 
you know, try we're, to try and get them to, you know, either if they're like trying out new material they're really excited for or getting them a chance to like really showcase their favorite stuff that they've got going right now. For sure. That's wicked. Yeah. So the, a, re, a real event, if you would. Yeah. So that's really nice. And we had a great crowd come out, to be honest. A lot of that was because of Deanne Smith. Uh, and but also I think just like things really lined up that night i think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wednesday at eight o'clock is kind of a good spot i'm really lucky I, I think to have that because a lot of people come out sort of in the middle of the day like mondays i think i think it is a bit harder because people are like all right starting the work week i just want to relax yeah, or the weekend they probably went uh, you know, they went they out did, did their thing yeah, yeah. yeah and then wednesday sure. you might be like all right i want to break up my week a bit and you know like do something fun yeah you're like so when is the weekend all right yeah, i'm going to so the like, comedy show yeah like hum- yeah. to like get like you know your hump day comedy show on that for sort sure of thing. Yeah. and then do you think fall and winter is a bigger bigger scene with with summer just being like people want to be outside people want to summer is definitely the toughest for sure people wanting to be outside and then again like if like toronto sports teams do really well in like may and june then that i guess gets in the way too but then also Mm. that's just uh, the off chance so you can't really plan for that oh yeah for sure it's just like you have to deal with it and like when comedy bar had like when the playoffs when it was like the finals they were canceling shows and like some people were upset, some people weren't. But the thing is, if they didn't cancel the shows, no one would be going anyway. So Comedy Bar is like, you know what? We just have to lean into it. We'll make mm-hmm. it a fun place where we can just all like hang out and tweet our like witticisms about what's going on yeah. with the playoffs. <laughs> right, yeah, you all know, the bandwagon kind of fans like, can go. You might as like yeah, you might as well hop on and yeah, so, you might as well. <laughs> yeah, and I was able to. I mean, <clears throat> I lucked out. I didn't have a show that was on the night of com of that, but I did have a show that was like. The night before, I think, Game 6, and it was Game 7 of the Stanley Cup playoffs. But because the Leafs went in, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's hockey is a thing still. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. And, like, I mean, I guess I know, like, hockey's big in Toronto, but I only really care about the Leafs. They're the only team I play. Whereas, like, basketball is the only uh, sport where, like, I'll learn what other teams, like, you know, like, what's going on with yeah, other teams. Yeah, you'll pay attention, yeah, Like, yeah. I'll pay attention more to, like, yeah, you know, exactly. like, what's going on, you know. Like, around what, the league, yeah. Around the league, yeah. you know. Like, whatever fight Rondo got into or yeah. something <laughs> right. like that. Yeah, well, baseball's the same way, too. I'm like, how the Jays doing? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll pay attention a little bit more around, but, especially now with October baseball, but. Yeah, for sure. Oh, Absolutely. Did you, did you get the call? Uh, no. Uh, uh no. No call uh, yet. Uh, we're waiting here for a, uh, yeah, a potential place to look at. Yeah, a potential place for him to put a down payment. That would be a first. That would be another historical first. Yeah, here. that'd and be we so can hear sick. You, like just scream <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, it's not. It's not looking uh, optimistic. But I mean, like at the same time. <laughs> Like, I've had friends who've had to look, like, a year or two before they found their, like, condo Oh, or the living here is fucking insane. Yeah, That's what nice. you're saying. You're going a little more north. You're going, yeah. you know, people are. They're starting to yeah. go to other places. Hamilton as well. For sure, yeah. I, Commute's not yeah. that bad, so. It's, Fair enough, yeah. I yeah. For us, like, it works well because, like, she's got relatives more north. And then if it's close to the highway, it's easier for me to get to my parents who are in Mississauga, the big sog. And then, <laughs> I've never heard that one. That's before. definitely not a thing. But it was a, fr- a friend of mine from Toronto once joked. He's like, "Oh, we're, like when I lived there, he's like, oh, I'm gonna go visit you in the big sog." Yeah. He's like, no, not that. But now I'm owning it. Yeah. Uh, but now you heard it here, yeah. potentially first, I guess, to to a lot yeah. of people's eardrums. Uh, yeah, the big the big sog. The big sog. The big sog. Let's make that thing. Hashtag the big sog. Yeah. Hashtag the big sog. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You are, you are owning it. Yeah. He I'm is owning, owning it. it. Yeah. That's just like your uh well since you've been uh since you've been gone. gone that can't be that could be that's how I just soundboard that yeah. as my segues for now on. Nice. Not copywritten at all. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. completely changed. The voice nice. wasn't yeah. Not since nearly as, you've been gone. Yeah. We'll do we it go. like a Shatner version. Yeah. yeah. Since <laughs> you've been gone. Since you've been I can gone. breathe. Uh, but yeah, you had the, uh, <laughs> you, you went on, you went on a bit of a tour here. I did. Yeah. You did some, a little uh, bit. You did some fringe stuff. You, you mentioned Game of Crones before. Yeah, that's right. You yeah. were talking a bit about it on your first episode, but now yeah. you've, 
toured it around a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. And planning to bring it to Toronto sometime in November. And it's funny, actually, last night after my show, I then did uh, this other show by this guy. Joel Buxton produces this show called Don't Break the Chain, where you write new material for an hour every day for a week leading up to the show. And then you perform your set that's all new material i saw that that's a really cool concept which is a great it's a great concept because yeah breaking people out of uh not necessarily the habits i guess but i guess you get the habits of going back to the same material and stuff well yeah for sure might have a plan b kind of thing but that's good to keep people's brains writing and yeah i saw when you posted it so i like checked it out and like looked at the you know what it was all about and i was like ah nice yeah so i I really like that because one, I got to write material for what I'm planning to be my next like fringe one hour show. Oh, nice. Uh, which I think will be more stand up, like still storytelling. It'll have its own like overall arc, but yeah, yeah. more jokey, I think, is kind of how I want it to be almost like something that could both be like a fringe show and like a stand up album almost. Oh, nice. Nice. But on top of that, uh, there was a guy afterwards at the show who was like, oh, yeah, hey, man, I got UC, which is ulcerative colitis, which is like the sister disease for Crohn's. Okay. And so it's one of those things which is really cool because then like he recognized my material, like sort of relatable in that sense. Yeah, yeah. But also the fact that, you know, he was like, I got UC because he knew like I'd be like, I know UC, ulcerative colitis. Whereas <clears throat> like because I was like, yeah, crony. Part of the hashtag Bowhive. That's another hashtag I want. Bowhive. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to review yeah, all these at the end. But yeah, yeah. okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, but so like that was, uh, that was really cool. So it was good. And so I was talking to him about how I, yeah, I'm, I need to get up for Toronto. I just did Edmonton Fringe. Edmonton Fringe was a lot of fun. That's like a really big Fringe festival. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is great. You did, did you do London just before that? And I did London Fringe. Yeah, and yeah, London yeah. Fringe was good too. It was a bit tough because unfortunately London's going through a lot of construction and, and bullshit and bullshit yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think like recently, like I guess there's been like a bit of an increase in a drug problem there in London. Yep. So that there has. Yeah. And unfortunately, like a big part of that manifested right in front of my venue uh oh nice. but we'll just like there's like uh, like there's like a um where was it where was the, what the venue, venue was it, it was uh at the palace theater they have a spot called procunier hall which is like a little small side venue ah, okay um okay. which is really nice and like the venue itself is really nice and the theater is really cool because it used to be this one of the oldest like ontario movie theaters yeah, yeah. which then was turned into a really nice actual theater which was really great. But then they, um, unfortunately, like it's right across, like from, like there's like a homeless shelter and a food bank, and not to put that down, but there's unfortunately like a lot of those people who have turned to drugs. And yeah. so sometimes, mm-hmm. like there was my first night when I was just like taking stuff to my host, Billet, who I was staying with, and some guys started trying to like lunge at me and grab my stuff. And oh, luckily God. there was another couple who, saw what was going on and they kind of, like they scared him off and saw that like you know i was a bit nervous and so on trying to like oh yeah because like, I, yeah. like, I had like my suitcase in my backpack and kept reaching for my backpack and i was like no that's my laptop and my notebook and like all my important <laughs> stuff right, you're not getting yeah it. like take my clothes and medication <laughs> but not my notebook yeah. yeah yeah and my like laptop that has all my like tech cues and stuff like that on it and yeah, so, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So the best crowd wasn't out front and probably deterred people. Yeah. yeah and so we'll see. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. Um, but, but like the people who came out, it was great and it was nice to have, you know, other people come out. It was funny. There was one woman who came out who had gone through everything I'd gone through, but also was like pregnant. And I was like, oh, I am like Damn. not even near the Crohn's warrior that you are. Because like being pregnant is like this own like sort of unimaginable ordeal oh in my, my mind. Yes. yes. And then in addition <laughs> yes. to then like just also like, you know, like chronic diarrhea and all the other stuff that comes with Crohn's disease. Like, uh, I was very impressed, uh, that they were even able to sit through a show. And like, I always tell people like anyone's welcome to walk off stage, uh, while I'm performing, if they need to like rush to the bathroom, cause that'd be pretty hypocritical if I was like, <laughs> like <laughs> listen to me talk about going to the, like about all my like bathroom issues, but yeah. you can't leave to <laughs> right. use it yourself. You, you knew Even it was though I hour. made this show for yeah. you who probably has to like deal with <laughs> yeah, those you, issues. You knew it was an hour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, goodness. You have anybody that gets up, excuse me. Yeah. Where are you going? Where are you going? Yeah. Tell us why. <laughs> 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Number one and number two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. Both are unacceptable. Yeah. The answer is <laughs> yeah, yeah. wrong. The sit down. Zero. Yeah. Sit down. Yeah. <laughs> and I even have like a little like break moment halfway through Game of Thrones where people can like stretch and go to the bathroom if they want and so on. Nice. Like just to like sort of, and then like they come back, you know, partway through the show, they'll miss a little bit, but like they won't miss the overall show and that's yeah, fine yeah. too. Nice. Yeah. Nice. How did, uh, so it was crazy in Edmonton. Edmonton was awesome. It was really, really good. One. Any, uh, I, Awesome stories you can tell us. Come on, you have to have for sure. I mean, adventures. Like, I mean, you had a mugging in London, a potential mugging, potential in mugging in London. And then, uh, Edmonton, nothing, no crazy being attacked like that. Or <laughs> I mean, I, any of the crazy things were more positive. I got to do my first headline spot uh, at a show in Edmonton, and one of the biggest shows. It was very impressive that I was given that because the per, there was like the feature act who was this amazing comedian, Amber Harper Young who I had been like the guest spot while she did the middle spot at Yuck Yucks Edmonton. So I had already kind of opened for her. And then like two days later, it was like she was like, like middling for me, which was where I was like, are you sure you didn't like mix up the order or whatever? But it was a good way to like really challenge me to like do like 20 minutes of stand up comedy. Most of it Crohn's related. Amazing. Um. And because uh, stand up is a different like stand up in a bar is different than storytelling. Yeah. And yeah. if you're going into a like a bar that expects stand up, uh, it's like, you know, they like storytelling doesn't necessarily work as well. So you have to kind of modify things a bit to fit that dynamic I found. For sure. For sure. Uh, nice. But it was. But that so that was really great. There were, And also just I mean, a lot of the stuff was the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of Canada. They had found out about my show and like London because I started talking to, I talked to some people there and then they helped me promote it for Edmonton. So that really helped. So oh, the amazing. really cool thing was after every show, I'd always tell people like I perform with a toilet on stage. So I said, <laughs> yes, uh, you I just need to go find, like I need to put away my toilet, find a real one to use, and then I'll meet you out uh, front of the venue. And so that was really cool. Cause every time there'd always be at least like one or two people. And like one day it was like, a whole bunch of people. There are two people with gutsy walk shirts in the front row. It was like having like a fan club. No. Oh, here, actually, here, here's my favorite story is my second last show. It was like a Friday 930 performance. And there were like four drunk high school girls in the front <laughs> row. And for the most part, they were fine. Like one of them was like really just paying attention, really uh, into it. And then another one was like really drunk, like leaning, like laying in her friend's arms as if she was like, like a tired, like lover. And maybe they were dating. I don't know. Uh, but laying in the one who was paying glued attention. No, 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 no. Uh, She was like, just like off to the side, but like, it was, uh, like there were the two, like two of them, like sort of like nestling each other. And so anytime, like if I said something, she like, I guess I don't know, like certain big moments that were maybe a bit more about like, you know, Really, like the more, I guess, I don't want to say vulgar because I don't really get vulgar on the show, but like the little more raunchy, like... A little raunchy? Would not you... even to say like raunchy, but like the stuff that's more, I guess, like intense when I talk about like, you know, like soiling myself or yeah. like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. crapping my pants or whatever, yeah. like stuff like that. Like then she'd be like, oh my God, or whatever. <laughs> but then she'd be like... uh and that, but then like anytime I mentioned something that was like good for me, she'd be like, oh, nice. But like, def- <laughs> but... And, in the same like level of volume as we're talking now yeah. <laughs> and so it's funny because like people would hear but it was just funny because and also i guess she had a bit of a delayed reaction so then you'd hear people laugh and then she'd be like oh and then like everyone would laugh because of that and it was like enough that i kept how like throughout the show i was like do i need to call this out just to make sure that she doesn't interrupt too much or whatever right. Right. but it was never too much and it was just enough that it added like a little extra bit of humor and like anytime music would play she'd just get up and be like mm, yeah and like, start, like <laughs> you know like sort of like shaking her shoulders and like dancing to the beat she was lo- enjoying and the so night. like it seemed like she was genuinely <laughs> yeah, yeah, into yeah, it right so and, you're like do i feed this beast and like and so to pump it yeah out? like i kind of like you like use it like more almost like feeding off of her in a way that like if she's like oh my or what like well she wouldn't say that like she wasn't a grandmother like, but like if she <laughs> you know said like what or like oh or like you know made some sort of verbal reaction i'd be like right or like i know and it's just like even just saying like those two words 
the audience like it adds a chance to get an extra laugh from the audience for sure uh, for and sure. it's like an easy little thing to do but it just keeps the flow and it actually like you know gets people even so it kind of pulls people more in and keeps her involved without like but also like keeping her at enough of an arm's length <laughs> that she's not that she's intruding. not like yeah intruding and you know like and like people afterwards friends of mine came in and said like oh like it was that funny drunk girl who was there in the audience <laughs> i was like yeah but you know what it you know helped the show it yeah, yeah it went along yeah, fine right? exactly um i was like i'm very i'd love to find out what made those four drunk high school students uh come on a spend their friday night seeing a show about bowel disease uh but it like you know it like it was fine it was fun and like that so that was like the most fun i'd ever had performing the show partly because of them also because then like yeah like on the other side of the front row were these two women who had these like gutsy walk shirts on so like and one of i talked to them afterwards and like one of them also had crohn's and then the other was her friend who was there to support her and then and there were a few other people who came up and there was like a gastroenterologist and his wife who oh, were there. Nice. So it was like all the, <clears throat> pardon me, all the people who like I wanted to see the show. Yeah, yeah, had come yeah. Out you to had see quite, the show. You had the, the genre audience sure. that, uh, that you desired. That's great. Yeah. And I hustled hard. Like I went to so many like GI clinics, like an endoscopy unit in the local hospital. Nice. Like hand out flyers. Yeah. I went to like every medical clinic. You should have somebody filming that. I did like some like uh, Insta stories and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But yeah, I it was. Come, my... I'll come along next time. We'll, we'll document the, this. Cool. I'll get you to. Magic. I can get you to document when I promote in Toronto and like go around to like sick kids and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then we'll do the live recording, and it'll be we'll just pitch it to Netflix, and you'll be on there in no time. Perfect. Awesome. It's a Netflix Sweet. special. You know how they start? Awesome. The, they start like a docky thing. It'll be you walking around. Yeah, they have, like, yeah, yeah. They have a little cinematic thing <laughs> yeah. or whatever, and then it goes right into the show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd start, be fine. Yeah, we'll rig it too, so you can climb out of the toilet to start nice. it would just be the toilet on stage you know kevin hart he did the box he came up oh right like, the yeah, box pulled yeah. up and he came out yeah. but you'll climb out of the toilet yeah just drill a hole in the bottom of the stage for sure i always like the idea of like promoting it and i don't think i would do that not that i'm saying that like netflix is knocking <laughs> on my door but if i did do you know like a you know taped thing of it like if you had it where i it's like me sitting on the show you hear like noise around or whatever i'm sitting on the toilet before the show you know having like a nervous poop or whatever and then like you pan out and then like the curtains pull and then like i pull up my pants just as the curtains ah. pull up and then i walk up to the audience be like hey how's it going that yes kind of okay i like that i like that better than climbing out of the toilet I actually now I think- when i because when i double thought that i'm like <laughs> maybe, maybe he's not climbing out of yeah, yeah as, i mean well you could you'd have to i guess like do it in a some kind of maybe when you leave you jump into yeah. the toilet and you exit that way that'd be cool and they could be that would be like a neat little like i don't know like allison's allison in wonderland kind of uh style ending to it or whatever yeah yeah you know, like crawling down the rabbit hole, but yeah. the porcelain hole yeah, instead. Yeah, the bo- <laughs> climbing down the old porcelain, porcelain hole. <laughs> yeah. I'm nice. late, I'm late, I'm late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you could have better sound effects, but yeah. yeah. That was probably, yeah. I mean, that okay. sounded, it was gushy. It was, it was a good try. It was a good I need more water in my mouth to be like, <laughs> There we go. There yeah. we go. There Donald we go. Duck climbing into a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that, and that was it. Yeah. And scene. Scene. Uh, yeah, there we go. You had to, yeah, you had to pull it down, of course. Yeah. Well, you were we were mentioning filming stuff. You were filming. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up, I thought was amazing, and you should continue to do them. Was uh, toilet reviews? Oh yeah, ba- oh, thank or, you. Or bathroom okay. reviews? Yeah, I did bathroom reviews. Bathroom yeah. reviews. So the overall bathroom, the toilet was uh, uh well, is usually part of the main, review. It, the it, main part of the review is main, yeah. the main focus. The so main I course. really enjoyed them, and I think oh, that thank that, you. I think that one hundred percent, you should continue them. Yeah, I wanted to ask, like, okay, one, how did you come up with that? Because it's perfect to seg- it's a segment with your with your show. If they're looking at the content on Instagram, they're like, oh, yeah. damn, he's doing bathroom reviews as well. As well as I want to break down your <laughs> your review of a, of a bathroom of like, what do you look for? Oh, nice. What are the okay, pros cool. and cons? Yeah, like, well, how I love does... this idea. I'm <laughs> like, very on board for this. Like, yeah, like I want to know. And is it in the moment? Do you give people? Should you give people a heads up, or is it like at the time of when you are in, or find the washroom? Well, I wanted to make sure that like it was clear. Uh, 
<clears throat> didn't want to con- I didn't want to catch anyone in compromising positions. So I the co- oh the coast was clear. Nobody was in there. Yeah, okay, so that's I, fair. I that's make fair. sure the coast was clear. That's fair. Because I think I did like a toilet in an Edmonton in the Edmonton airport as I left as well. But it was I guess it was like at a time of day when it wasn't too busy and i just caught it at the time and i was like oh cool i'll do a quick review while no one's here <laughs> like i hadn't even thought of it and then i was like and then i'll use the bathroom but i'll like do the review and just hold it for like another 30 seconds yeah yeah <laughs> uh but like it was one of those things where you know like i i mean i was thinking of it like restaurant reviews but also how i think it must have been i was hearing about like there was this girl in i think korea or maybe japan who's like six years old and went super viral like monetize her parents monetized like the shit out of it where she was reviewing toys and i was like oh well why don't i do that with toilets and i was also talking to another friend of mine who this really funny asian uh comedian vong show who does a lot of really great uh i mean not to just qualify him that but he does a lot of stuff that is for like comedy that is really great for the asian community and Mm -hmm. for again for like the gay community but he was talking about how he does content for like his you know like his social media and stuff like that so he's not just you know posting like come to my show come to my show come to my show yeah but also yeah. giving people something to enjoy as well whether it's a, you know like a cartoon mm-hmm. clip from like you know that like a little like uh cartoon uh image from like a, from a joke that he's telling yeah or yeah, you know yeah. like a 15 second clip from a show he did and so i was like all right i can give people a bit more so i'm trying to like not just have my Instagram just be promo for upcoming shows, yeah, but also sure. like talk about you know like stuff that will be like funny yeah. or whatever. Exactly, and give them funny content that uh, yeah, give people something for sure. <laughs> yeah, it gives people something, and I find that's also helped because people then don't feel like they're just being you know like because after a while I think people then tune it out and then when they see the promo post. They just like, you know, they even if they click like, there's like like whatever gone. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. when they see that there's also posts that are, yeah, like really silly, funny or whatever, then they also get more interested and then they'll see like, oh, whatever, like stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely like a gateway yeah. to other drugs. Yeah. To, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, to other well, yeah, things, yeah. Both. Yeah. yeah, yeah the drugs sure. and then they will keep scrolling and they'll have scrolling, a laugh. Yeah. And yeah, for sure. Yeah. So with the, the toilet reviews that people will... <laughs> find hilarious yeah. especially if they're on drugs they'll find them yeah even, absolutely even funnier for sure uh, so how did you okay you came about it like that so how how do you break down a review a good review okay uh, yeah. cool yeah yeah so so have a good review uh, a good cleanliness review. very important just like at a restaurant like you wouldn't want to eat in like a dirty place you wouldn't want to like then get rid of that food a few hours later in a mm-hmm. dirty place mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. want so something like where you don't feel like you need to like bring your own like antiseptic for the toilet bowl or whatever. Fair enough. So something yeah, that's really nice. Uh, or build the nest, I guess, uh, as some people do. Waste a lot of toilet paper building the Yeah. Ex- the oh, nest. yeah, for sure. Building yeah, the yeah. nest. And like if you have Crohn's or ulcerative colitis or IBS, you don't necessarily have time to build the nest. There's like you got to like. That's very yeah. true. That's very true. So uh, so there's that part. I'd say also, you know, like if they've got like make sure that they've got plenty of soap. They've got they don't necessarily have to have paper towels if they have but if they've got like you know a nice if they don't have paper towel then like you know a nice uh, like automatic hand dryer, automatic hand dryer yeah, not one yeah. of those really like old weak ones but you know like like a dyson nice. like a like a dyson one yeah like a nice, i heard they like, were getting dyson, shit like, though it depends on which dyson because i heard they were taking shit for you've seen the ones where you put your hand in like like downwards oh yeah right with your palms facing you downwards and you're supposed to go back and forth and back and forth apparently yeah. people have been complaining and trying to sue as i've been told and stuff about the actual those are way more dirty than a, than a normal hand dryer because oh, yeah. they're pushing the air is actually pushing the germs up and out towards the person beside oh, you. So really? if they have multiple beside each other, then yeah, they're actually I, pushing the dirt and stuff. I didn't realize that was the case. I do know I've seen ones where like it's you can see. I thought like because then it'd be like put like there's that little like undercarriage part in yeah, between, yeah. and they could be pushing all your like dirt and grime onto that. Because then I'd see like almost like moldiness sometimes on those or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. like the ones that don't have that undercarriage part. Review. That's definitely going. Yeah, I know that's definitely at least a star off yeah. right there. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, it has to be. Um, okay, so a great hand dryer. Great if, hand if, dryer. If they're going with, uh, I guess they've been. Are they, they're better, I guess, than the paper. I guess we're not using paper, but we're yeah, using trying energy. to use less paper. Yeah, so less, renewable okay. energy. So that's okay. fine. So a nice strong hand dryer. 
I'd say, uh, you know, if there's also like lots of options, um, like, you know, there's not just like one stall and like one urinal, for okay. example. Okay. And especially like if you've got like a gender neutral bathroom, uh, then you've got like, you know, if you've got multiple stalls and multiple urinals or something for whatever, everyone. something for everyone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that also that definitely gets an extra, extra points for me. In my venue, there was a gender neutral one that also had multiple stalls. And so that was, and it also, like, it even had a toilet brush in it. So that was, like, five-star right off the bat. That was my top-notch review for me. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Plunger, I guess, too. Yeah. So so this is going to change, this is going to change, change the game. They're kind of, it kind of sounds comparable to restaurant reviews. And this could maybe go alongside, you could be the Yelp of washrooms. Yeah. Because you're talking about cleansiness. That comes in a restaurant. You're talking about variety. Yeah, that comes in a restaurant. Clean like utensils, enough of them, that kind of stuff. That's an, again another restaurant. These, this is yeah. So maybe this is what I need to do is not just do like because before I just put like you know the five stars and I'd be talking about it, mm-hmm. but then I should break down for each. Um, oh, you don't break down all. Well, categories. well like I I talk about it, but I mentioned the categories, but I wouldn't in the actual like written part. I should do you know like cleanliness. Like, you know, four stars, five stars, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. variety, et cetera. Like, that sort of thing. And then give it an overall. And then give it the overall. Star rating. Yeah, There yeah. you go. There's a little description as well, too. You got to talk about. For sure. The washroom as well. Yeah, as I well think too. that's. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good idea. I think that's how I would do it. I did, but I was thinking, yeah, like the Yelp of washroom reviews. Yeah, yeah. What would you. For uh, sure. We should brainstorm some names. Sure. Uh, the, or the yeah. listeners as well, too. If you have a name. Uh, yeah. Like Send it in. At yeah. me. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. He'll take all yeah. the take DMs. All the Put I'll take all call, the slide yeah. into my DMs. Okay, there we go. Yeah, there we go. You um, heard it. Anybody's allowed with yeah with, with names. Yeah, it's um. What I should do is find like where like uh, whatever like the big restaurant critics. I don't even know if like restaurant critics is a big thing anymore. But find out where people like I guess they yeah, are like the big hot spot restaurants are and then go in and review their bathrooms yeah yeah 100 percent. you can't just For leave sure. it to restaurants either too i think that they'll like oh yeah like your local winners your local marshals your local Absolutely. michaels that's a know? good call yeah, 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 yeah. square Places. one eaton center it's... yorkdale mall for now, sure you got a lot of yeah, washrooms to visit yorkville yeah like yeah. see what those uh you know like that hoity-toity stuffy neighborhood where how they go to the bathroom exactly right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that could be fancy Starbucks, fancy everything toys. exactly yeah where you are branching out you're gonna have to have quadrants of the city and stuff too and people are gonna i think people are a little bit but uh they're gonna be a little bit more choosy of where they go to the washroom for They'll sure go 30 minutes probably out of the way to go to the five-star toilet yeah well but, and uh, uh, i wa- reviewed yeah i wanted to pair it up with because uh, Crohn's and Clitus, they started this thing called a Go Here app, which is basically like GPS for public washrooms. And uh, so like you okay. open it up. So it has like in the same way, like when you look at Uber and I'll show you all the like Uber cars or Lyft cars that are around. That you, are around. Yeah, yeah. It'll show you like, all right, you know, like all the different like restaurants or like malls or whatever places that have like a toilet that you can go and say like I have Crohn's. I really need to use this washroom or I have, you know, like I'm desperate. I have this illness, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, like I want to be able to. I can't hear myself anymore all of a sudden, but maybe that's. Is that it? Um, I don't know. My headphones just dropped. Oh, there we go. One. Oh, no, you have to turn it back. There we go. And now I'm. Oh, yeah, there we go. Now I can hear myself again. So maybe that was something in the. With uh, the mic, but it's the plug, yeah. Oh, yeah. the plug. It's oh, not with yeah. you. Don't worry. It's okay, nice. cool. It has nothing Sweet. to do with you. You're okay. Nice. You're, yeah. Everyone will be like, I don't understand. He's just talking normally and just starts babbling normally. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but, but yeah, yeah. someone for everybody, and they can uh, yeah, go and enjoy the. And so if I could then like watch. tag it so that like if people go on the Go Here app and then they see like the like you know Dan Rosen hashtag cronies review like yeah yeah what he says yeah nice so we'll see so i'm gonna try and yeah try and do that so, um <laughs> yeah so a name come up with a name uh and some an app developer if we don't know one yeah yet, uh, app, he's looking for applications yeah. it will be probably exposure bucks a few exposure bucks for you sure. can probably toss them to make the app yeah yeah, yeah at me at people yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah at, at me at me <laughs> at me yeah but to make up this character for it, what uh you have a, you have a character that you do. I heard. Oh yeah, so I just started. I, I started I, a new I heard, character. Is it Garth, uh, 
Garth Lipschitz yeah. is my Jewish country singer character <laughs> I've started. So I've got a couple of songs that I've been writing for him, like these like country love ballads. Oh, you were his ghostwriter for Garth. Well, yeah. So like that, well, oh, I mean, okay. that, yeah, I guess yeah. that Garth has written, but it is this yeah. character that okay. I've just started doing. Uh, so for like, and like they're about his like, you know, beloved lost love, Masha. Um, but it's, uh, there's please don't pass over me, baby. <laughs> Eight lonely nights, which is the Hanukkah love song. I'm working on another one called Womensch. Like a female mensch. Because oh. you know what? They don't have like a... There's no like Yiddishism for like what's the female equivalent of a mensch as far as I know. Maybe I'm not. Uh, you know, like Hasidic people at me. Let me yeah. know if there is. <laughs> yeah, I want ev- I everyone... I feel like you're going to get a lot of messages after. I hope. I, <laughs> I, I'll take everyone at, at the shit out of me. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, because it would be very helpful to be honest. <laughs> so but, you... You should more say it like, I do give a fuck. I do give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do okay. give a fuck. Please at me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, there's yeah, there's that. Uh, and I'm trying to like, yeah. So, oh, that's what happened. I bumped the table and that's why. So, I think you need to adjust it. But, yeah. So, I wanted to do like uh, put together like a little. Uh, no, you need to keep doing uh, There we go. Yeah. Put it. Uh, uh, yeah, there we go. Oh, no, just a little bit to this way. And then, uh, yeah, perfect. Then so I wanted to do an album called Garth Lipschitz Red White and Jew, and so that would be, nice. and then like like because it's stuff that like I mean, it's like where like these silly puns really sell themselves <laughs> where you, like because you could then have like me from the Canadian you know Canadian flag, but instead it's got a Star of David instead of the Maple Leaf and so on. Nice, I love it. But that one that one's a bit tougher because you have to like really nail how like you know it's Jewish enough that it appeals to like that like you know it appeals to the jokes and to like you know the jewish community i'm trying to represent but also like broad enough that people who don't know a lot about judaism can you know like still enjoy it and get into it kind of like how like i like the kind of note that like my wife and i tried to hit with our wedding because there was like a quarter of the people there who had never been to a jewish wedding before and so we didn't have like a very orthodox wedding and we didn't even have a rabbi we just had a jewish officiant but it was one of those things where like they were like, oh, like we recognizing like stamping on the glass and the horror where we get lifted up on the chairs. And yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. And all the things that Hollywood yeah. is represented for that Hollywood. Yeah. That yeah. Hollywood yeah. Like, I've seen that in a movie. They're doing it for real. Yeah, exactly. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I saw that on Big Mouth. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, that's great. So Garth is, is going to be potentially an album. Ideally. Yeah. I mean, but again, like these are all things that like are you know like down the line i'm always because i'm always trying to go back and forth between which idea i should go next yeah i really want to develop garth but then i've got these other ideas yeah for like my next yeah like stand-up slash uh fringe show and so you're a busy busy man so i'm trying to do as much writing yeah so i'm trying to do that and producing shows producing shows and then doing the day job working in production and so just take a vacation dan yeah but i feel like i just like (laughs) did take a vacation like it was a fun like it was like one where i was performing but like i was in edmonton for almost a month and then like visiting family in you know bc and then i yeah i just went away for a few days to nova scotia for a wedding which nice. was great. I oh, went yeah, to, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, it was awesome. It was a barn wedding. Oh, they nice. had like the rural Nova Scotian like line dance version of the horror, nice. but, uh, okay. which was great where like everyone's like going around in circles, but like in this like sort of old fashioned thing. And it was, it was, what was really funny is because my friends who invited me uh, to that wedding who were getting married, the bride's parents like are really wonderful people. Whenever I'm in town, they treat me like family. And, uh the mom had come with her daughter to our wedding uh and the husband who like is like the best wedding guest ever and i I didn't i didn't invite him because like i only like i was just inviting his daughter plus one and so she brought her mom but he was like oh like my wife was telling me about your jewish wedding it sounded like it was a real fun i think i'd get a kick out of that jewish stuff (laughs) it sounded really good it's the kind of thing where like 
when people like if you read that <laughs> sentence on paper it would sound like he's making fun of it but if you hear the tone of his voice he was just very earnest and sincere and a bit drunk and yeah. so like but like very much like yeah. like very like drunkenly supportive of the fact that i had this like jewish wedding that uh is that how you yeah, would read it i like, think if i read that i think i would and or heard it maybe yeah. more than read it i'd have to actually read it on paper but i think yeah. if i heard it how you'd said it i think yeah. it was almost <laughs> for me it would be like a stab at like yeah. I really wish I got the invite. Oh, and I but there's maybe a bit of that too. But I didn't I get one. Yeah. I would have really enjoyed something like that. You know what somebody says that to yeah. you? Like, you know, me and buddies, it's like it's one of your buddies, but it, it might be an outer circle friend. You're like, Yeah, we went down to this and that, we went to this arcade, it was great or something. They're like, Oh man, that sounds awesome. I would have really enjoyed something like that. Yeah, and definitely and they kind of um, just stare at you. It's a bit of an awkward yeah. pause. You have to keep on keeping on. For sure. And I definitely like yeah. when you said that I was like, Oh, I could have like Papa Lucky. I could have invited you, but like it Papa was Papa Lucky. Lucky, like so. Their nice. last name is Lucky. L e c k y. Ah, okay, nice, nice. But like, yeah. Sometimes I call them like Mama and Papa. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Papa Lucky, he. Papa Lucky sounds great. I yeah. mean, that sounds like something that I'd want my wife to call me in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> call me Papa Lucky. Is that tonight. a hint? Hint. Hint. Is she gonna hint, listen yeah. to this and yeah. be like, she's gonna whisper into your ear next time? Maybe, but in the, she in your new apartment. Yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully, afraid. knock on wood. Yeah, uh, she will not listen to any podcast I'm a part of. I think she'll be like, so much talking, too much. <laughs> she'll listen to like a, at most she could listen to maybe like ten minutes of a podcast. But she hate like she'll hear me like listening to a podcast in the car. She's like, put on some music. We need to like listen to, like <laughs> actual yeah, like something that like is enjoyable with a beat or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she we, she would like more mu- music over top of us talking. Yeah, if I, I put so, yeah. if I put just a uh, soft beat in the background. Maybe, but then she likes like it would have to be something that's like a soft top 40 type beat. She's very ah, much into like top okay. 40 her is her brand. Ah, okay. I tried okay. to pitch so hard for our first song to be to uh uh, like a tragically hip song and like <laughs> it was just like vetoed one after the next. <laughs> How many got vetoed? Uh, oh, I mean, I lost count, but like, it was definitely like, <laughs> just I was up really trying to push for a head by a century. We came up, we ended up doing actually a song called Night Swimming by R.E.M., which is a song that is like related to like, they would play it at a camp she used to go to. And so it's, a, and it's a song that I really like. So I was like, oh, thank God. Cause I was worried that it would have to be like, uh, Ed Sheeran or something like that I found, like, I was like, I've seen so many wedding videos already online that, like, have that song. Like, yeah, I wanted yeah, yeah. it to be something that I... Unique, unique, for yeah, sure. Yeah, like, like, something that would be, like, our song. And so yeah, the yeah. fact that, like, then once we found that... so Because at first I was like... So, it's one of these things, there's so many times where we're trying to make decisions with my wife where, like, I'll be like, all right, this is good enough, let's do this. And then she'll be like, no, no, I don't quite like... Or, like, I really like this, and she will, she'll disagree... And then she'll be like, well, let's just keep like thinking about it more and more. And I'll get so frustrated with how long the process is going. And then when we get to the <laughs> final point, I'll be like, oh, actually, we did make the right decision. So I guess it was good that we went through all that like hassle. <laughs> like, like we'd be in New Orleans and we'd be looking for restaurants to eat at. And we'd pass by one. And I'd be like, oh, this is great. This has, you know, like crawdaddies. And we wanted to try that or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she'd be like, all right, we'll put that in the maybe pile. Let's keep walking around a few blocks. And I'd be like, I'm so hungry. Like, <laughs> oh, like, why are we doing this? And then we'd end up finding a restaurant that we both loved. And I was like, all right. So it was good that she had that patience that I didn't have. Like, and so <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. She'd be like, haven't you learned? I'm always right. I'm yeah. like, most of the time you're right you're not 100 percent right like because i always hate that like like whenever when we first started like when we first got engaged or first got married like co-workers would constantly give me the like oh you know the woman's always right oh it's all downhill from here the old ball and chain and like all these all these you know like stereotypes and stuff like that yeah, yeah, yeah as if like as soon as like we got married i was going home to a woman who'd be, like, always in her nightgown or hair and curlers, ready to, like, <laughs> bop me over the head with a rolling pin. Yeah, they're always, like, an old, out of an old like, fairy tale. Like, like, yeah, like, like an old, like, like Andy Cap, like, yeah, comic strip yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, right. Like, why you been, like, oh, or whatever, and then we get into, like, a dust cloud fight yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and you come around. out with scratches, and yeah, there's, like, the sure. halo of, uh... Yeah, birds chirping around exactly, my head, and exactly, then, like, I'm yeah. taking out the garbage or whatever. Yeah. Um, But, no, like, it was one of those... But it is one of those things where, like... She's definitely right more often than not, <laughs> more often than I am. 
And so for that, I'm very grateful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for that, I'm very grateful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I always say, I was like, you know what? You're si- like, sh- like, I'm definitely a more reasonable, mature person than when we first met. And she's like, definitely a more sillier, like, goofier, like, funnier. Like, she's definitely been more, like, jokey, I think. Yeah, yeah. Since, uh, you know, and, like, we're, like, so open about our farts, which is a really important thing for me in a that's relationship. Great, that's which I say is the, o- like, that's the key to an open, honest relationship. Not hiding each other's farts. It's true. Gas. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a real, sure. yeah, that's a real trust thing. That's a real bonding um, experience. Yeah. I find, yeah, it opens up for sure. Yeah. There's no, there's no more, there's no more to hide. Because, yeah, I'm not going to cheat on someone who puts up with my farts all the time. Like, I'm not going to be decided. Like, where someone, like, if someone's hiding their farts around you and then it's like, what else are you hiding? Do you have some, some like, side piece on the, like, that you're going on? Is there some sort of insur- insurance scam you're, like, hiding that you're exactly. using to, like, pay the bills? Yeah, right? exactly. But then, yeah, the person who, like, farts in front of you all the time, that's an honest, loyal, faithful person. That's the one you're that's, at home. Yeah, uh, this has been my about, yeah. TED Talk on flatulence. On, like, on dating. On dating. On dating. Yeah, on dating. On dating. Yeah, on dating. Yeah, on dating. The ultimate, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you, it, from, it comes from experience, too. You start talking about your first date, like you talked about before. That's how you'd open your TED yeah. Talk. And then you keep going through and through. For and then sure. by the end, people would get it. They'd be like writing notes and writing notes. And they'd be, yeah, like, be like, oh, it yeah. It is about gas. For sure. If I can, like... If I, if people, if eventually, like, after, like, enough people see my stand-up material and, like, what I talk about, this kind of stuff, pardon me, a little gas coming out the mouth. Um, <laughs> a little mouth fart. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's a, that can tell the true sign of a friend's relationship. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, a lot of people still pass gas around. Yeah, for sure. I've let quite too, a few loose already in this yeah, thing. Right. That's, but yeah, that's I why try I always and keep have them the oil silent. Essential, yeah. The essential oils uh, going in public. Very good. Because, like, yeah. five minutes ago, I had one that was, like, silent but deadly. But then I saw, like, a little, like, came out of your essential oils. And I'm like, oh, phew. It senses it. Yeah. That's nice. the one I yeah. picked up. It was the gas yeah. sensor. You, like, bought it this afternoon. It's like, oh, shit, Dan's coming on the show tonight. I need to be prepared. <laughs> and I appreciate you know? that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah no. But it's all right. It's a business expense. Yeah, you can, yeah, yeah. exactly. I was like, I can write that off. Yeah, Don't worry for about sure. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, if I could, like, show up at a speed dating session or something like that, just to, like, or, like, walk past one and the stench is awful because everyone's fighting in front of each other. Then I'll be like, my work here is done. Yeah, <laughs> my work but, here is yeah, done. Yeah, I've I've changed the world for the better. Yeah, you have yeah. exactly. <laughs> now in uh, probably in Tinder and Bumble profiles, they'll put the little uh, poof emoji. Yeah, probably with a check mark or an X if they. Mm. Yeah, you know how people it was a it was a height thing, I guess. Oh yeah, on the only dating I'm... thing was a big thing. It was dogs over cats was an emoji thing. Now it will be. Oh yeah, yeah. It'll be the wind <laughs> fart check oh or yeah X. nice yeah, yeah yeah see you're changing the world whoa you're changing That'd the world be so that's cool a, to see. this is a uh 2019 world uh yeah world you heard world. it here first yeah you heard, you heard it here first yeah. i'm actually surprised that there aren't more comedians i have talked to a guy from australia who he had seen that i was doing game of crones and he was talking about doing like a crones related fringe show one man show kind of thing um i would love also like if there's I don't know any female comedians who do jokes about Crohn's or ulcerative colitis or whatever, but I would love to see like a female uh, or gender non-binary or something like that, but like a non, like someone with like a different experience than me, but like have a show about like, you know, with Crohn's, like a comedy show about that would be really cool. So you want competition? Yeah, but like I would love that. Like it would be (laughs) fine. Like, cause then we just like start our own like show together and then we'd have like our own. Like, you know, like he's this is like, it. come he's... to the illest show in town. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He's pitching it here for, for uh, sure. Uh, first, uh, North of the 49th, uh, Dan's yeah. pitching for, uh, someone other than himself. Yeah. He's gone through the same, similar. Female comics with experience. bowel disease. Come at me. Right. At me. <laughs> Add <laughs> that to the list of ads. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just keep getting at him. For sure. Well, yeah. what else can people get at you for? What's coming up? What's what's the rest of 2019, uh, Dan Rosen? Uh, yeah, rest of 2019. So what's coming through? Trying to get uh, locked down, hopefully soon, when I can have my Game of Crones uh, in Toronto is going to be the next big thing. Uh, November and December, there'll be November 6th and December 4th are the next two Game of Crones shows. Nice. Uh, the headliner for November 6th is Tra- Che Durena. And then I've also got Cindy Rivers, who's coming in from Fort McMurray, who's a really amazing oh, wicked. Uh, touring comedian. Awesome. Um, so I'm really excited to have her on the show. 
and uh i'm trying to think of other stuff that like that's really going on i'm just trying to do more stuff like i've got some goals i've made for myself so the next uh big goal is next year i want to showcase for just for laughs nice so doing stuff like that and i want to start getting um yeah like a writing like either like a writing gig on a sketch show my improv duo flux in a box we're now starting to get also like reach out into the sketch game and on top of that we're planning in the works we tried it out once on september's uh opening act dan rosen show and that format worked well uh where we call it comedy reflux where we'll have stand-ups who perform their sets and then get an improv group to do a like improv set based off of the stand-ups oh Um, okay nice which isn't even like fully a new form per se um but it is is that gonna end the no it's not it's right my 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 wife sent me a text saying you can subway lol which means that like i can just go home that there's no uh yeah we we, there's no apartment the search continues damn it yeah Ah, that's That's okay though that's okay it's okay it's okay yeah so stop no no crying no no crying no no crying no i don't have (sighs) tissues yeah oh okay Okay. that's why no trying crying yeah yeah Yeah, that's why i have the no rule i don't buy it so i buy them so you can't cry oh sweet yeah it's funny because i was like i did a bit last night about how like i like i cry more like i cry more during films now than like i ever have before like as a grown-up man especially (laughs) at like kids movies like toy story 4 and stuff like that and toy story 3 um but even like it chapter 2 like i haven't seen it yet oh have you did you see the first oh, one? Oh yeah and i loved it and i want to go to the theater but it's two hours and 50 minutes no i think two hours and 15 minutes maybe two hours and 49 minutes was is the one is what oh, wow. the second one yeah man it didn't feel like it was that long okay it well that's good to know long. that's good to know it was definitely i mean it was definitely i knew it was like over two hours yeah yeah um but it's good. It's very emotional. Like I got, and it's one of those movies that like just really, like holds the tension. Where like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I definitely saw it like stoned, like, because. <laughs> right. But I love seeing like really scary movies by myself, stoned, or like if I either like Home Alone or like Alone in the Middle of the Theater, uh, <laughs> just because I'll be like so invested and I'll be so much more scared yeah, and yeah. like into it. Uh, and I just love, like, I just love feeling that like emotional roller coaster nice. same with like going to see like avengers endgame which also like the last half hour that like big battle scene i cried bawled my eyes out the entire time when like cap gets the hammer back i'm like yeah and like stuff like that so like you just yeah. spoiled it for people maybe well, like, look, it was like the like i don't know one seventh of the have you not seen endgame I, no i didn't see it because i haven't seen the second one i'm not a big like oh like, I, I see i'm an x-men fan a huge one and stuff whatever but i'm not uh-huh. I don't know the Avengers. I'm gonna catch up eventually. Fair enough. All right, cool. Well, whatever. But, yeah. But like, had you not heard that Cap had the hammer? Uh, sh- sure. I don't know. Okay. I didn't really. I don't know. It doesn't really come up on my feed either because I don't yeah. click on a lot. I mean, of it's in like so. now, like like when they had like the Blu-ray ads, like they'd show that scene because it was like really iconic. It was one of the things that like a lot of fans like I think were waiting for. I kind of like I like to shut my brain off so I don't know what to expect. Yeah, yeah. Whether exactly. it's like a movie or. TV show or even like a stand-up set. Although there was definitely like last night, there were a couple of jokes that Deanne did that I'd seen either on their Netflix special or that I'd seen them perform elsewhere. Oh, and okay. I was like, that was where I was like, yes, they did that bit. Yes. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> right. uh, but in general, um, I just like to be like completely surprised and so on as much as I can and not like, read up too much about what's going on or what people think will happen, that sort of thing. Okay, so don't at you for spoilers. Don't at me for spoilers, please. Okay, there's a, there's a lot spoilers. of dues for the for adding you. but Yeah, not, uh, yeah don't at me for spoilers, no. or I will fucking at you but, if you spoil it. <laughs> I remember when, this, when the seventh Harry Potter book came out, and I was working at a sports camp, and my friend was going to lend me his Harry Potter book after he was done with it, and uh, I would be working in the aftercare camp and all the kids would be reading the books and like talking about them and stuff. <laughs> and so before, <laughs> like at the beginning of each session, before we handed out like balls and thing, toys for kids to play with until their parents picked them up. And I would say, all right, the one rule is you do not talk about Harry Potter around me. You can talk about it, but make sure I'm not around because if you spoil anything about the last book, you will not be allowed to play with any balls for the rest of the week. 
and it worked oh my so God. well. I can picture you getting like yeah. when they're looking at you, it almost be like Corella Deville, like the black oh, movie coming sure. in around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's great because like I had a reputation of being one of the nicer counselors. So then like uh, when I the, that one moment where I got mean, like, they were like, oh, then he's seriously he's mean. He's gonna fucking kill us. He's gonna yeah, he, this guy's gonna kill us. Uh, <laughs> was, he's gonna like vodka cadaver us. <laughs> Um, and it was great. There was like this one, like 12 year old boy who made sure that no one spoiled it for me because then he knew that I was going to be reading it like that weekend. And then he'd be still there the next week to like talk about it with me. So he made sure no one spoiled it for me. I read it over the weekend. And then the next week he was in, he also happened to be in my group. And so just like that entire week he'd be like, Dan, when are we going to like play basketball? Like, hold on. So Eric, remember when like Harry's facing (laughs) off against Voldemort? Like that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Just play with your damn self. Just get out of here. Just you, you guys know how to play basketball. Whatever. Just play. Yeah. Yeah. Eric and I are talking about this. Yeah. 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 Okay, well that's good. No, no spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, no yeah. spoilers. Where can they at you for the good things that you've wanted to? So good things. Yeah. yeah. Plug away where uh, where they can see the amazing Dan Rosen uh, toilet reviews. Yeah. Uh, when your opening act is, all that kind of stuff. Where can they? Where can they find so, you? At Dan the Guy Rosen, not Dan the Man. Dan the Guy Rosen. G U E G U Y R O S E N. That is for Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Facebook, you can also, I think my thing is also like facebook.com slash Dan the Guy Rosen, but you can also do Dan B. Rosen is my artist page or also opening act Dan Rosen on Facebook as well. And I'm trying to think of other things that I've got to do, but I think that's the most social media that I have. I've been trying to pare down social media beyond and not get involved in any arguments about problematic netflix specials or things like that so then yeah, i'm just using it to um just to good. promote my for own stuff for the good because yeah. uh uh so i'm just trying to use social media only for promotions and not like stare at it 10 hours a day um yeah fair enough but uh yeah so you can yeah dan the guy rosen is the main one and then look out for anything that says game of crones uh hashtag bowel hive uh let's make it a thing people <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Hashtag, what was the other one hashtag uh, uh hashtag bowel hive hashtag crony crony but what was the, this uh, oh. the saga one? Oh yeah hashtag the big sog the big yeah. sog catch me in the big sog um <laughs> i've been doing a lot of tinder tail shows as well so that's been nice. great that's adelaide lafontaine's uh uh child which was like a genius show to create but uh, she's put me on a bunch of those, which has been a lot of fun. And so, and it's been helping me do a lot more hosting, which I really love doing. And so I nice. uh, definitely, um, yeah. And I don't know, you'll find me around town in the next couple of months and I'll be doing lots of stuff and then hopefully have another fringe show to like push out into the world next year. Yeah. Ooh. This has been awesome, man. Yeah. Thanks for coming out again, dude. Thanks for having me out again. I and always love yeah. pecking at you, pushing you. You're like, I'm away. I'm doing a show. I'm doing a tour. I'm away. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, well, at least he's keeping busy and killing oh, the game. Thanks. So. Oh, I appreciate that. Thanks. I know, no, the, I, I know the time will come. I have so much fun and like the time flew by here. So thanks so much for yeah having me on this show. Of course, you will come back around, my friend. You are, you're going to be a regular. Oh, well, I mean, I, I guess, I guess, uh, I guess, I should ask you. Yeah. <laughs> Next time you're like, fuck that guy. Right, but I, uh, well, he just I told me that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. You're gonna be regular, whether you like it or not. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. You won't right. be here when I say cancel. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, if you would like to, you you can. Uh, I would love to. I enjoy yeah, this yeah. so much. Fun. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Man. Well, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks yeah. For, thanks uh, for. Uh, Thanks for coming out. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for yeah, having that's me. It. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, thanks for coming. Out. Thanks for having me. Yeah, sweet, awesome. Cool. All right, yeah. all right, listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Of course, North of the 49th, every Wednesday, fun, cool guests released at 4 p.m. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. North of the 49th, N O T 49th is the at. You can at us anytime. Of course, at Dan the Man. Or at Dan, Dan the Guy Sorry. Rosen. At Dan the Guy Rosen. At Dan the Guy Rosen. Of course, it's been a pleasure. You can stream, download this for free. iTunes, SoundCloud, Podbean, Stitcher. Stitcher Premium? Uh, I don't know if it is or not. Spotify as well. Nice. Yeah, oh, yeah, nice. yeah, 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 yeah. On a bunch of different platforms. Uh, we get yeah. it out there. So Like it. Give it a good review online. Yeah, yeah. Please Five do. stars. He deserves it. Right? <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Thanks. Right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Sweet. At me, I love you so much. <laughs>